0: Gotham, a crazy podcast about DC, with your host E-Rock and PD, when we speak up, get your keeps up, cause you know you about to get geeked up, so sit back, relax, and get comfy, lose your mind like Solomon Grundy, and listen to a show that won't be forgotten, coming straight out of
1: Gotham. Ah. Uh. Universe, welcome to another episode of Straight Outta Gotham, episode 32. We are a fandom pop culture podcast and a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network hosted by Batman on Film. You can check out all the other fantastic shows on uh, the batpodnetwork.com or batmanpodcastnetwork.com, that is. I'm getting the Twitter handle confused. I am your co-host from the home state of the Pine Barrens and senior contributor of Batman on Film. I am Peter M. Vera, and today we are recording on February 18th, 2020-2021. 2021 and as always we have a great show for you today but before we get into the good stuff i would like to remind you all of our faithful listeners that if you take the time to rate and review our show on itunes or apple podcasts and we read your review on air we will send you a special prize pack now let me introduce you to my partner in crime, the man who defeated Tony Danza in the 1994 Cedar Island Intercontinental Boxing Tournament, a fellow contributor to Batman on Film, ladies and gentlemen, Mister Eric Holzman.
0: <sighs> Sorry, I gave myself fake fake applause there. Uh, <laughs> hello there, Peter. How are you today? What's going on, champ? Man, Tony Danza was old though when I had when I beat him. Like it was kind of a how old you was know, Tony
1: Danza in 1994?
0: I mean, I was 18. So Tony Danza by that time was probably late 40s. All right. He
1: had experience. So, you had youth. So I think it all equals out. In I had it. quickness
0: back then. And I was in much better shape than I am now. So, But he always, always had out. the
1: hair. His hair was always <laughs> perfectly quaffed.
0: Yes, he always had the hair. He obviously had the hit TV show. Not then, but before the, you know, Who's the Boss? So, uh, yeah, but he was a very gracious guy. Tony Dez was a very gracious guy. Gracious in defeat? Um, yes. Very, very complimentary. He felt a little embarrassed because I was so much younger. But I told him, I said, that's what happens. You know, you lose your skills. Your skills are Father time's undefeated. So you know, don't, feel, don't feel so bad. It's okay. How many rounds did this match go? It was a 10-round limit, and I took him out in three.
1: Wow. Look at you. Fast work. You look, you had dinner plans, huh?
0: (laughs) No, I just used my quickness. That's it. I just used the speed. I was able to dance around. He was stronger than me. I mean, I was 18 years old, so he was, he was stronger than me. I was just quicker. So I was able to get my, get a few jabs in. I I killed him with an uppercut, caught him real quick. Hit him. It was done for him. So he wasn't the boss that day. I was the boss.
1: Uh, there's only one boss. <laughs> his name is, uh, what's his name? I forgot his name. Uh, Mr. Springsteen.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. He is the boss. But he is the in, yeah. There's only one boss. Yes. That is true.
1: Well, actually, so, yeah. there's t- you could say George Steinbrenner was the other one. So it depends on where you live.
0: No, I mean, they're different, different fields, right? So. Bruce Springsteen, you could say for music and George Steinbrenner, you can say for sports ownership because no one, I don't think anyone tops him when it comes to his history.
1: <laughs> no, I don't think so.
0: <laughs> the way how he was with the Yankees, especially early on when he first bought them. Like we could, that's a whole other show. We could do a whole other show on George Steinbrenner. Uh Probably best suited for the S network. Probably. Yeah. Maybe we can get, I can, we can get Kay. <laughs> I know you're not a fan I'd rather we, have Sterling <laughs> We could get Kay to do that To that show Maybe on a center stage Or something That would be fun But uh, yeah So How you been man I know we got like Oh what's it called You got a ton of snow today I didn't get as much But I know you got A lot more than I did uh,
1: Enough to get out The snowblower For like the What seems like The fifth time In the <laughs> past Three weeks So
0: yeah, it's been um, – we're getting snow, but we're not getting the frigid cold like the people in the Midwest are. I mean, especially in Texas. I can't believe uh, they're having like sub-zero temperatures down there. And I can't
1: and believe Texas has no idea. Like, I, It's just – people. <laughs> it's crazy to me just living in this area. Like this snow that we had today was nothing. It's just get out there, shovel it, go to work. And it seems like Texas is in a state of uh, panic, disarray. And just they just can't function right now. So, well, they are. Hopefully, everyone's staying warm, especially the uh, the editor in chief. I imagine he's uh, he's got the fire. Yeah.
0: Bill, obviously Rick, Rick Shue, Mance, Mance Fine is in lives in Texas. Chris um, Evans, um, Chris I Evans lives in Texas. Yeah, like a lot of people we know in this space live there. So boiling water. Yep, guys, definitely our thought. Well, our thoughts are definitely with you at this time. Uh, stay warm. I hear this weekend there's some relief coming, so you guys, the temperatures will be going up, and hopefully you can get your power grid all fixed by then. And okay, a lot of plumbers are going to be coming through to deal with the frozen pipes that burst. Like there's been a lot of craziness down there, so it's crazy
1: because I feel like this is uh, this is something that state tax might fix. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, <laughs> I know it, it sucks to pay it, but maybe in the long run it's probably the best idea. Maybe I yeah. should. I should reach out to Don Lemon. Maybe he can get me a segment on
0: CNN. <laughs> I believe they get some kind of subsidies from all the oil, the oil companies. I could be wrong, but I believe that's why the state tax is in the – they don't um, charge state tax. there. I believe it has something to do with the oil, mm-hmm. but I, I could be completely wrong with that. But yes, guys, again – and even in the north, even as far um, when you go further north in the Midwest, yes, they are equipped to deal with it because they're used to it. But still, man, it is like really damn cold. So, like Garrett, our boy Garrett, uh, obviously Minnesota dude, uh, Ryan Lowers in Chicago and Indiana, so they're getting really, really frigid temperatures. So, guys, just
1: I, I feel like Garrett owns a snow plow. <laughs> to be honest, like I just I feel like if he doesn't have an SUV with a plow attachment. I feel like that just comes standard in Minnesota, you know. Like, <laughs> I mean, we've seen pictures.
0: Th- what he's done... even,
1: like? I wonder, does Bill even own a snow shovel? Like, I just, I, I never think of like snow in Texas. Like, I'm sorry, I know he he gets on me because my geography is not the best, and I know the Panhandle of Texas is kind of like you know separated a little bit by Oklahoma and I think you know Colorado or whatever. But it's Colorado. Just like,
0: <laughs> well,
1: whatever the map was, it's I, I, I looked it up. It was kind of it's wasn't it Louisiana. Up? Alabama. No, no, the, the top, the top of it. Oh, the
0: top. Okay. Yeah. There, Oklahoma. The yeah. yeah like okay. that, the, that, I the
1: know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Like I think that's, there's, there's, I looked it up cause I was like, wow, you are kind of close to Colorado.
0: Not to stay on this topic, but there it's weird that the Northern part of Texas has a different, completely different power grid than the rest of it. So like they weren't, their power issues weren't as bad as the bulk of Texas. So it was just weird. I was watching, I watched the weather channel a lot and that was something they were talking about. So I just want to say how weird that was that the northern part seemed to be in better shape. But, yeah, yeah again, frigid temperatures. You only have a few more days, guys. So, uh, you know, hunker down for a couple more and stay warm if, if you can. And there's light at the end of the tunnel. There definitely is. So we just wanted to to mention that to you guys. So let's get, let's get started. And let's start first with a trailer that I dropped today. Um it's a video game they've made two previous films before so this is a reboot and of course i'm talking about mortal kombat which has some legendary phrases from the game right finish him and (laughs) get over here yeah yeah all those fatality yep fatality all those kind of then they had babalities and all these other weird things from the original video games and it's always been a fun franchise. It was the first franchise I remember growing up that had like really gory, bloody blood in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah. So and I remember there was actually at the time I don't know if they still have this on the games, but they had like parental parental thing on it um, for Mortal Kombat. So uh, history aside, the trailer dropped today. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised. I I wasn't really looking for the film, but I saw the trailer, so I'm like, let me check it out. And, um, I really liked the first two thirds of it. Uh, the end of it got a little campy and cheesy for me. I didn't. So I was kind of like, oh that kind of bugged me a little bit, but, um, that's just quick, my quick feelings on it. Pete, go ahead. What'd you think?
1: I love this thing from like the get go from seeing Jimmy Olsen trying to shoot sub zero to the final battle between sub zero and uh scorpion. Uh, I mean, that looked like straight out of a video game. Um, Kano has an interesting look. I'm very surprised at that, but other than that, I mean, I was just really fascinated, and I thought it was so well done. Um, again, this is a movie about Mortal Kombat, so I'm not expecting anything like really amazing. I, I I doubt it'll be anything like you know Dark Knight level storytelling. But the fact that we're here for a third movie of Mortal Kombat after uh, what was uh, was it Annihilation, Annihilation
0: was the that last movie,
1: one, I but, like one of the worst movies of all time. But uh, the first Mortal Kombat is re- still regarded, arguably, probably as the best video game movie ever. Uh, Sonic may have something to say about that, as well as Rampage. I thought Rampage was fantastic. So we've, we've kind of got a, a hot streak on a video game movie. So I hopefully uh, Mortal Kombat will continue. But I thought this was absolutely brilliant. And I'm really excited for it. I could I, The trailer just got me more jazzed, uh, just seeing, you know, the whoever the guy is before school becomes scorpion with a, with a dagger and you see him like tie the rope and he's taking all those guys out. Just really fantastic fight choreography. And I can't wait. I'm, I'm really pumped. I I am so excited for this and I think it's going to be great.
0: Yeah. I was surprised as, as well, how good the CGI looked in the trailer. I thought that all the Jax's arms. Yeah. Yep. Jax's arms and all the ice with sub zero and how the forming of the sword when he pulls it apart and he creates that ice. sword. like, I really thought it was neat, very clean, it didn't look choppy. It didn't... You, there weren't times where I looked and I said, oh, that's clearly like CGI. Like sometimes looks you green screen. Yeah.
1: Like... Um. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I, I totally... Like the original Goro, the practical effects that they were done with th- that puppet thing. Yes. Made, like yeah. that'll always be my favorite. But I, I thought this looked good. I, I just... I can't wait. And I mean, interesting design for Reptile. I wish he had the green suit. I mean... Mm-hmm. I've I haven't played as much Mortal Kombat now as I did when I was younger. It's my it's my it is my favorite fighting franchise. Me too. My second will be Virtua Fighter, but um, I'm pumped for this. I think I'm really just like I can't say enough good things about it. Like, just pleasantly surprised, really, especially when that music kicked in the end and it was like, oh man, this is great.
0: Well that's always those that's always been the plus in all the films was the soundtrack. It was always you used to be like technoe, EDI type stuff that people would love the the soundtrack. So I think that's one of the things when I saw the trailer, I'm like, all right, what's the music like? Because I wanna know because they're usually pretty the music's usually pretty good in these films and it, it yeah you're right it was very very good it, it, if if that's going to continue in the film then yeah it's another plus. But yeah I was really like I said I wasn't looking forward to it and then I saw the trailer and now I'm intrigued. So that's what a trailer is supposed to do. It did that for both of us. So we both it, it did its job. So yeah, uh, I'm just, looking forward to this yeah looking forward to this one. Just pleasantly pleasantly surprised. I'm just I
1: I, I honestly never thought this thing was going to come and I just I'm just, uh, it just, it looks like it's going to be balls to the wall, bloody. I mean, I watched the red trailer, so it just, just, it looks so good. I'm, I'm so happy with the way this. Well, the part out. where that he rips off the arms, like he freezes them and then rips. Yeah, that was like it was. So, I was like, whoa, and yeah, was, oh, <laughs> man. I just jimmy olsen yeah
0: i'm not expecting again i'm not expecting the best dialogue i never do with these you don't go to these movies for the dialogue just make the story make sense to me and then give me the action sequences Mm -hmm. like that's pretty much what you want so um so yeah so definitely good job i'm definitely looking forward to it when's the release date did the release date for this is april
1: 16th so it's around the corner
0: All right, yeah. So it's coming uh, soon.
1: Warner Brothers' day and date, so it'll be. uh, I'm sure it'll have some theater releases, and it'll have obviously the HBO Max thing going. But, um,
0: yeah, excited. Yeah, so definitely. um, Let's go. Definitely, guys, check out. If you haven't seen the trailer yet, check it out because it's it's it is a fun trailer. And then, if you want to hit us back on our socials, let us know what you thought. Let us know what you think about it. Definitely. So apparently also staying in the video game world, theres there's been rumblings about Gotham Knights with a release date coming. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously during um, Fandom, we got that long really look at Gotham Knights. And um, this game obviously is different as it's Batman is dead, right? So it's everyone else. It's the rest of the Bat family um, picking up the mantle. And I think that's probably the most interesting thing and we haven't seen that mm-hmm. before and also obviously when does batman show up because we pretty much know he's not really dead
1: <laughs> it's a, it's got to be a fake out
0: <laughs> yeah it's got to be some kind of fake out so um there's no uh release date yet but they're saying it should be coming soon um sometime this year by all um in 2021 from all platforms so ps5 ps4 pc yeah. xbox
1: uh, wb games is hiring uh associate manager of brand marketing and a, a submission specialist so they're hiring people to promote the game which it just create you know it creates more buzz it just, it's just exciting because it, it means the game's not getting delayed right so there's no delay for whatever reasons and it, it's going to be marketed soon and it, it's i'm so pumped for this game just having the ability to switch between heroes uh, Nightwing, Batgirl, Red Hood Robin. Just so beyond excited because Arkham Knight was great and it gave you like a taste to that, right? Yes, it did. But this is and but they were only you can only use you had a little side mission for Batgirl. You know, you had a little side mission for uh Red Hood, but like nothing too, too right. long. But this is like it's a whole game with all the characters and everything. And it it's just it, I I'm it's my most anticipated game of twenty twenty one. So I'm just So beyond excited that, you know, again, no delays and everything's going ahead, full steam ahead.
0: Yeah, me too. I'm with you too. Anytime there's video games, uh, there's a Star Wars video game or something Batman related. I'm always, those are always my most anticipated games. So I'm really, really looking forward to this one. But it's cool. Mm -hmm. Like you said, they're definitely um, beefing up the team to market it. And we should hear soon. And it is coming out this year. So that's, we, we lost when the Batman got moved to 2022. At least this game will be staying in in a, in a spot. And it's just great to hear that they are hiring people and people
1: are getting jobs. And a lot of people are unemployed during these COVID times. So it's good that people are going to be getting back to work and there are openings and positions. And that's, that's the best thing of all. Like, I know we're kind of greedy and we want the game, but it is great to know that people are, are being hired and that companies are expanding and not, you know, contracting.
0: Yeah, that's another very positive sign also, like you said, that we're also getting back to a little bit of some some normalcy, which is which is mm-hmm. what we all want because this has been a really, really tough uh tough what year now almost. Complete year now. Almost yeah. yeah, yeah. It's we're coming up on a complete year. So
1: I think it'll like I feel like March thirteenth it'll be like one full year.
0: Yeah, pretty much. That's the date. I remember when they started closing the stuff down here in this area. So yeah, I'm with you. All right, so sticking with Batman, we got some really cool news, too, um, especially for people like you and me who love uh, these two movies that are going to be getting uh, digital comics. Oh, so. BDS and Man of Steel. <laughs> Close. Close. <laughs> so Batman 89 and Superman 78 will be getting a digital comic series. Uh, to continue on the story, I know that's with that many nine. I think Superman is before. It sounds like it, it, it's it's after seventy eight, before Superman two. So it's kind of like, kinda like okay. in, uh, in in between. In between, Joe. yeah, yeah. So Joe Quinones, Queen, uh, Quinones, it's Quinones, I think. Quinones, okay. So he originally um pitched this years ago, and they told him no, but once again. It didn't go away. It came back. So now he's actually getting to do it uh, and he will be doing Batman 89, continuing on the story from Tim Burton's vision. So it's Batman in 89 and then Batman returns. Uh, They're not doing anything with Batman forever or Batman and Robin. So maybe that's a downer uh, for some people. I know uh, I like at least Batman forever. I do like it. But uh, I like. I understand why they're not doing that because obviously it's a different tone. So you stay with the original tone of eighty nine. And- well,
1: I, I feel like because the man who is writing the story is Sam Ham, who was yes, the, that's the, true, the, yes. the writer of Batman eighty nine. He wrote the original co- uh, version of Batman two. I think it was called at a time before Daniel Waters did some rewrites. Um, and it, it just kind of feels like it fits within what he was doing. Uh, I'm beyond excited. We're gonna, you know. We're going to get, we got some great, uh, just artwork, concept art of
0: yeah, that was Bruce really Wayne
1: cool. with the great temples and, uh, com, uh, commissioner Gordon and Alfred and commissioner Gordon does kind of look like Pat Engel from certain angles. And, uh, Alfred looks like Michael Goff with a mustache and we the introduction of Harvey Bullock into this universe. Uh, I'm dying to see if Knox is in this. I can't wait. We saw some other concept art of the Jokers and one, one character looks like Prince and the other one looks like, uh harley's granddaughters from batman beyond so there's some cool batman the animated series stuff and beyond stuff there so that's great and it just I, I you know like are we going to see billy d as two-face right uh, selena is going to come back maybe i don't know is oswald really dead uh-huh. you know like I, I i just so many are we going to see the original version of batman 2 you know is that script out there somewhere uh that yeah, you and- want to adapt
0: Yeah, and they're talking about the Marlon Wayans Robin. Um, Yes, that'll be great. Um,
1: I don't know if we'll see the Joker because Jack's likeness is almost impossible to get. Right. But uh, he hasn't made a movie in a while, so maybe he needs some cash, hopefully. You know, he he rents out his likeness. That'd be wonderful. Uh, I'm just so excited for this. Uh, Just beyond excited. The artwork by JQ looks absolutely amazing and beautiful. Uh, Gotham looks like Anton first Gotham. Uh, Just that poster he released. With the big block letters, Batman 89 just is absolutely gorgeous. I'm just, I'm so yeah, happy. That, and, yeah, go, your turn. No, no, that one,
0: the one, the main shot that they showed you with 89 with Batman coming, jumping off and mm-hmm. gliding, obviously, that was incredible. Just
1: beautiful. Right. Just yeah. absolutely. Be- I mean, incredible. If, if DC Comics doesn't make a poster, I'll make one myself. So <laughs> they, they've got to hurry up and do that.
0: Yeah, we're getting more Harvey Bullock too, they say. Yeah. going to be in this. He looked great. He looked
1: sloppy and just disheveled and just absolutely amazing. And I'm excited to see what role he has to play. I'm, you know, I'm sure Ham is a little bitter. Not bitter, but just I'm sure he wants to get back at it and kind of write some stories in in that universe that he helped create. And it's just, it's so beloved. And it's just just like the icing on the cake. Like Flashpoint's coming, Keaton's coming back in that.
0: And yeah, now this. Yeah, you kind of wonder if this will hi- will tie into that at all. Um, you know, where where it leaves off because it's it's supposed to it's a 12, 12 digital chapters. The first 6 chapters of both series will launch on July 27th mm-hmm. and then once a week for the next 6 weeks. And um, you know,
1: DC's done a great job with this before. They did Wonder Woman 77. They did Batman 66. Those two even crossed over at some point. And, you know, they those stories felt in tone with what those uh move those tv shows were like so i'm i'm highly confident in this going forward
0: yeah and for those of you who love print like pete i know you do they'll be collecting two chapters each will be published between august and august and october 2021 with hardcover collections to follow in october for batman 89 and november for superman 78 so
1: yeah i just i would also love if they took it a step i hope this does really well because then there's the possibility of maybe some kind of animated thing. You know, we, we did get those two Adam West animated features. Yeah. Because 66 was very popular. So that, that gets the gears going over there. And I'd love to see something in the Schumacher universe or sector of the world, Uh Batman triumphant or Batman unchanged, whatever the hell that movie's called. I can never remember. But if that script's out there and they would love to make that a comic book sh- storyline, I think that would be great. And uh, just to honor Joel's memory because he recently passed. So hopefully this gets the creative ju- juices flowing over there and they start doing some really cool stuff.
0: Yeah. I mean, that would be cool. If this is, like you said, if this is successful and people want that stuff, then why not? Let's- I can't
1: see how it won't be. I mean, 89 is such a. Yeah. it's such a beloved movie and uh it's interesting though it takes place after returns and it's, it's called 89 but it's yeah. i that's just i mean 89 is such a it, that's all we call it so like it makes sense it's just funny but yeah I'm excited i'm just and saying.
0: i want i don't know if this will happen and of course i'm thinking way down the line but would they ever do a crossover with both batman and super in some kind of in these in these worlds we never got that so i wonder uh, if they would. that would be fun that'd be you know? fun do something like that so we'll see what happens but yeah this was a really cool thing when it was released and i know all of us in the group were kind of like oh crap this is real. in our text group we're like oh crap okay yeah this is i just, so, i mean who
1: doesn't love 89 let's be honest it's just, right it's a shame that they killed the joker because it's like ah, oh, i want that i want that character back you know it, it just is like i don't want to be too greedy here but it's like it's a shame he's dead so maybe I don't know. Maybe they do some kind of like really tricky retcon where maybe the Joker isn't actually the one who fell. It's not going to ruin the movie, but uh,
0: no. it, it'd be funny. No, I mean that. Please, they, even if they did that, that movie's been in our heads forever. So <laughs> we know what happened. We know how it ended. So all right, but keeping in line with DC, um, a very a guy who's always been a popular, kind of a popular character, very cool character, and he had his own TV show. They did a movie, of course. I'm talking about John Constantine. And apparently, there's a rebook in the reboot in the works at HBO Max from JJ. Abrams. Um Guy Bolton is set as the writer now he's um he's kind of been a guy who I don't really know much about. He's a British writer. Uh, he's wrote, written a couple books. Um, so we'll see how it goes with that. But I've always liked the Constantine character. Uh, I love when he came back on Arrow and then on, he was on Legends of Tomorrow for a little while. The same guy who played. Matt Ryan, um, yeah. Yeah, Matt Ryan, the same guy who played him on the, the NBC show. So I I love the character just because of who he is and what he does. The Exorcist, you know, deals with the occult and supernatural thing being so i've always kind of loved that character obviously mm-hmm. both of us like horror so i think we're both similar the, and the keanu reeves movie wasn't bad either like, it's weird no.
1: because he's not english and he's not blonde and it's, it's yeah. a little different but um you know that, that's not a bad and it's actually one of james wan's favorite movies he's always on twitter talking about that movie believe it or not which is it's funny hearing james wan talk about that movie but yeah so what did you think when you heard I'm excited. I, I like Constantine. You know, he's he, it's weird. He's, he's always miserable and drunk and doing something, <laughs> something ridiculous involving the devil. So like, I, I'm excited for it. And you know, the, I, I know that uh, this has been brewing for a while and I'm excited that it's going to be an HBO max and just Constantine seems to me like something just made for television episodically just yes. solving occult things and demonic plagues or, i don't know possess people and stuff like that so it just it seems like you could pull a lot of inspiration from a lot of things and you know it'd be great if you can get zatanna in there or uh you know maybe even uh, how crazy it would be to see intricate and demon uh that would be interesting and just hearing you know drunk constantine and his tom mcclellan accent with uh Entrican just rhyming like crazy it, it, i'm sure it get annoying real quick but i i would be so down to see it and i'm just very intrigued and I'm excited to see HBO max coming up with ideas and topics and stuff because, you know, uh, you know, they, they're also, you know, green lanterns beginning production as well. So it's just, yes, it's great that, you know, these shows are starting to gain traction.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I'm, I'm a JJ Abrams guy. I I like most of his stuff. So anytime I hear his name attached, I know I'm at least going to give it a shot. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so I'm really looking forward to see, um, what, where this goes and see what they do with the character. And, As you said, it's world-building DC, the DC brand on HBO Max, continuing to build and add more content there. So it's awesome. It's an awesome, awesome thing that's happening, and hopefully it's very good, and hopefully it does the character justice. And I have faith in J.J. Abrams, so I think it will.
1: J.J. Abrams and HBO just seems like they're destined to be together. Just good storytelling, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. So, guys, that's coming. If you love Constantine, Um, it doesn't say when it's supposed to – um. Start. They said that they there's a pilot script and they're having they're opening the the writers room in March next month. So we still have to wait. Early a little. Stages, early, yeah, stages. early stages. Yeah, early stages. But good signs. Yes, definitely all good signs. And as you mentioned, Pete, Green Lantern will begin production on April 12th of and this year that's great.
1: I mean, like that's something that we've all been kind of wondering Um, what's going on with that. What's happening. We weren't sure if the whole Jeff Johns, Ray Fisher situation was kind of holding that up. Right. You know, like, it, you know, everyone's always speculating about Jeff Johns future, whatnot coming out of that situation. So it's, it's fun to, it's just fun to hear that, you know, this, uh, this, will this is going to happen. And it's, it's where it was on the uh, production list.com website. And uh, it just, I'm, I'm just excited. I hope to go. I mean, oh, man, I, I would, to me like this is like uh this is like what star wars is to you like i just i love the aliens i love the space aspects like uh, the fact that it's kind of like it, to me it's always been like star wars meets lethal weapon you know or 48 hours or right. uh, i don't know whatever buddy cop thing you want to insert there um so i just feel like this is something this is a gold mine just waiting to happen and i'm just i'm just beyond excited i i i i'm so happy because after the ryan reynolds movie it seems that warner brothers warner media dc i don't even know who the hell's in charge anymore because of all the corporate buyouts and (laughs) mergers and everything (laughs) they've been so hesitant and it's literally taken 10 years to finally get to like okay we're good to go let's get it going because you know back when Snyder was in charge Tyrese went there remember like there was pushes yeah. for Tyrese to do it and he yep. he had a couple meetings and he was talking about doing Jon Stewart so that's the closest we got and yep. after the original like movie slate in 2014 and then it changed and the movie should have been out already so you're kind of like man like is this ever really going to happen like you know because Warner Brothers is so reactionary to begin with so you just you just get curious and uh I'm just I'm just happy that we finally got some positive news about it really just excited
0: Yeah, it's definitely good news. Uh, Like this character, obviously, like you said, when the first film with Ryan Reynolds came out, it did not do well. And they feel like they kind of been punishing the character (laughs) for that one film for so long. So now that it's finally coming and we have a, a shooting date, that's right around the corner actually yeah i mean uh, and they don't even on. i
1: mean you, it doesn't need to be hal jordan it could be john stewart it could be simon Baz. jessica cruz kyle rayner yeah uh it could be Bidge. It could be chip i mean like it, it could be it, there's so many kilowatt like i don't care who this sh- the show's about
0: guy just, gardner
1: just, oh yeah ah uh, uh, man i would love to watch guy gardner just be like that just i don't know dickhead cop in space pulling over right. i don't know <laughs> Uh, spaceships and just you know <laughs> just not not giving any F so there's just there's so many things you could do it doesn't have to I feel like you could it'd be awesome if you could do kind of like a precinct type story and just follow along like different every Is a different day in, in the life of a cop or something like that because that's they're just space police so I just so excited and I'm I can't wait to see what this looks like
0: now the the web the um production this website says feature film in parentheses uh, I don't know,
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know I thought I thought that i I'm, I was always under the impression this was an h b o max thing All right, so. so we'll
0: see, we'll see, but another great Long Islander, Seth Graham Smith, is penning it with mark Guggenheim, so uh that's cool. That's yeah. pretty cool as well. So Seth Graham Smith was also attached to The Flash at one point, wasn't he? He was one of the guys. He was. I, I believe he
1: did something, uh, one of the Lego movies as well. I think yes. he had his hand in one of those. Mm-hmm. I can't remember which one, but so pretty he's awesome. Been around.
0: Yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. We're finally getting some movement on this. No matter what it is, show film, I don't care. Uh, it's just we're getting. There's some traction behind this thing now, and I'm looking forward to it. So let's let's see what happens. From a happy standpoint, we're gonna we got a little bit of a sad news in um the entertainment world regarding DC. Wonder Girl, a TV series that was pitched for the CW and one that we actually talked about when we heard the news, is apparently is not going forward. Um they just decided not to move forward with it. So uh who This is a bummer to me because I thought Yara was probably one of
1: the best characters to come out of DC future state, a brand new character created by Joel Jones. And I was very disappointed in And I'm to be honest, I've never been more confident in the CW at this moment. I think the next season of flash is going to be epic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black lightning has been nothing but a uh, phenomenal. Um, Batwoman has taken great strides in the positive. And I mean, Superman and uh, Superman and Lois has gotten nothing but rave reviews. So I feel like the CW storytelling has been just phenomenal this year and just really just reaching new heights. And to hear that they're not going to go forward with this is kind of a bummer. I've just, I, I loved everything I saw at a future state and I was really digging this Yara character. And she was just phenomenal with her attitude and she had a lot of pizzazz and she she was confident and just, it was f- fantastic seeing her in, in those issues. So I was really getting excited for this. And this is just really a bit of just sad news
0: yeah but they are going forward with Naomi um Ava DuVernay is doing Naomi and she is also a DC hero I do not know of her um I
1: believe is is a Bendis character
0: Naomi McDuffie that's she's a teenage superhero from an alternate earth that uses energy based powers I can't even say it as Naomi um so I don't know anything about her as you can see uh and if you don't know anything about her, Pete, then <laughs> all I know is that
1: she was she was uh, she had a comic book come out when Bendis came over to DC. So it's his, it she is a character of his creation. Yeah, and, uh, I, I, I'm. You know, I'll check it out. I'll give it a shot. I'll check out the pilot and see what I like of it. And you know, and,
0: well, Ava DuVernay is attached to it, so that's probably why. Brilliant. I mean, yes. I'm more
1: excited for her New Gods movie that she's doing with Tom King, but
0: yes, you know, I'll give her a shot. No, I'm just I'm just happy to have
1: a mind like that working with Warner Brothers, working with DC creating these characters because i i do think she's got a she's she's brilliant
0: i agree so i'm looking forward to i'll definitely you know give that a shot as well i try and give everything a shot at least once they're also they also gave a green light for a pilot for the powerpuff girls (laughs) from i believe oscar winner diablo cody i believe she won for the movie with oh god um juno i think she was the the one who did Juno. the one that has um I'm forgetting her name now. Jeez, Michael, Sarah, and what's the girl's name who just came out as? Is... Oh God, I'm forgetting her name, or his name, or their name. I'm sorry, I don't know I, how. I don't even
1: works. know where you're going, so I'm not even. <laughs> I'm just. I'm forgetting her name. This is bothering me now. And she's any complaints go to Final E33. Ellen on Page. Twitter. There
0: we go. Thank you, Ellen Page. That's who I'm talking about. Final E33 on Twitter. That's where all the complaints go. <laughs> Ellen Page or. Eric page or I don't know what it's sorry. Oh God, I'm killing myself here. I think you should just edit this out of the show. <laughs> I think I might. No, I'll leave it in. It's fine. I'm human. i make a mistake. I mean nothing malicious by it. It's fine. Elliot page, Elliot page, Elliot. Yes. There we go. Elliot page. So Thank yes, God for Google. <laughs> thanks for, and thanks for saving me on that one, Pete. Thanks for pulling me out. Elliot, we are sorry for, I you. was trying to give proper credit to the, the director and writer of the movie and i totally <laughs> destroyed that so but if you like the powerpuff girls i doubt the people listening to this would but maybe your kids do so you, you'll you be getting a live action show of that so there we go all right so there we go so yeah so that's unfortunate for wonder girl but good for naomi and the powerpuff 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 girl fans
1: i watched a little powerpuff girls on cartoon network when i was younger i mean i was probably older younger but like i i, I like cartoons anyway so i don't care like I don't, judge me if you want go to hell <laughs> well pete what show are you now have you been binging on hbo max oh i've been binging the. i'm dude i'm on season six b of sex in the city there you go so i've got i've got that that half of the season left and i got the i believe the two movies are on netflix and then i've watched the entire series so it, i was like man like I just miss Manhattan. So it's been, it's been, I can't go there and there's nothing to do in there. So it's been nice to just watch other people live in the Manhattan of old and the Manhattan that I'm very familiar with.
0: Yeah. I mean, that show is really good for Manhattan. Like they go to a lot of the hot bars in the show and clubs and restaurants. It's, It's, it's a wonderful
1: show. And it's, it's, it's not really, I don't know. I think it speaks to all people to be brutally honest with you. I don't think it's just, I'm sure that I'm not the target audience, but I'm, I, I'm sitting there like anyone who's been in a relationship, this show's for you, which is basically everybody. So,
0: Well, the thing, the other thing about the show is um, they were smart when they did it because it literally was on right after The Sopranos. <laughs> mm-hmm. So like you had everyone watching The Sopranos and it led right into Sex of the City. So people were changing the channel. And I think that did a big had a big deal in the first at least well, the first. I mean, you should of the have show.
1: changed the channel. I think it's good. I think it's just damn good television. So there's no point. I mean, again, like I could speak all day on the quality of television that HBO produces. Like yes, from uh, Boardwalk Empire <laughs> to uh, Sopranos to Oz to oh god, what else is there? Is it, I mean, they're they're all their shows are great.
0: Oh yeah, Game of Thrones. Rome,
1: I, I liked Rome. Rome. Game yep, of Thrones. Rome's yeah, a great show.
0: If you go way, way back, even though it's not on um, HBO Max, the show Dream On, that was one of their first original programming. Okay. And as a as a teenager at the time, that show dealt with a lot of the issues, same things that Sex and the City did, but from a guy's perspective. Okay. <laughs> so like you had, oh, as a young teenager at the time, try to sneak to watch a show like that. Uh, You know, bringing back memories now, Talking about that. But talking about Sex and the City, now that we're going to go here, that's getting rebooted too. So- yeah, but there's no Samantha. It's kind of no, like, that
1: oh, I, I I don't know what happened there. But I'm gonna miss Kim Cattrall. She was uh, she was great. Oh, she was she was. There's yeah, there were some. All four of them were great. They were all wonderful, wonderful actresses. Just and it's again like so relatable to anyone who's just lived real life. You know.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, no that show. It was um, what's it called groundbreaking for like women at the time like shows like that around women were not made Mm -hmm. um and this show comes out where you have four strong women independent women strong in their sexuality like that's what the show was about and um it it really was the first one i can remember that had dealt with that kind of material so not again this is our first tangent so we're doing good today i think (laughs) we're not tangenting too much but yeah um sex in the city hbo max guys if you're if you've never seen the show and you want to watch a good show and you can watch it with your girlfriend or your wife there you uh, go there you go so check that out bonus points yep all right so keeping with dc news we have another casting in black adam so again every time i hear something about this this the casting with this film it hasn't been slated for i don't think it's been slated for production yet i don't (laughs) <laughs> of oh wait it's saying april started atlanta so there we go so we'll be starting apparently to shoot in april and they added a new cast member marwan Kenzari mm. um he was in aladdin uh i believed he played jafar, jafar, right? jafar yes yes so he i've seen him in other things too but that i saw aladdin he was also in the old guard mm-hmm. uh and he will be he will have a role in Black Adam, but they haven't said which yet. It's being kept secret. So, dude, I am all about this
1: casting. This guy. First of all, <laughs> I love Aladdin. The reboot. Yes, of, the it was live good. action reboot of, of Aladdin was absolutely magical. I mean, the chemistry between the two leads. It was so beautiful, and it, like, it's definitely my favorite Disney live action reboot. I, I, I really did adore that movie. I thought it was absolutely amazing. I thought I felt like it caught, caught a lot of heat, and I don't know why, but I feel like I should about every goddamn movie. Um I love that he was menacing. He was evil. It was just, uh, the costume design was absolutely amazing in that movie as well. So, but I, I would love if this guy played Doctor Fate. I just don't hide it from me. Don't keep it a secret. Tell me what it is. I'm so excited for Black Adam. Come on, guys, just spill the beans. Ready? The Rock is the greatest showman in Hollywood right now, and he's got me on the edge of my seat for Black Adam. I cannot wait. You've got Adam Smasher. You've got uh, Hawkman. Uh, we've got Cyclone in this movie. its It's got that Golden Age vibe to it. I cannot wait to see this film. I'm so pumped.
0: Yeah. I Like you said, I loved him. And he was great in Aladdin as Jafar. So oh, brilliant. I'm really looking for. And the Old Guard I did see, I just didn't remember the movie was, but it's the Charlize Theron movie, which was also based on a comic book um, that they did on Netflix over last summer, I believe it was. And I remember the character he played in there too. And yeah, he was great in that as well. So this is excellent casting. And I agree with you. I hope it's Dr. Fate. I have been wanting a Dr. Fate movie for a long time. Um, So I hope it's Dr. Fate and he's in this. And if he's good enough that he gets his own movie. (laughs) me somehow because
1: I, he's good enough as an actor. I think it's time to come that he can put that on his shoulders and carry it. Like I, oh man, a Doctor Fate movie could be. Could be I mean, ironically enough, it be. I feel like it could be DC's answer to Doctor Strange. Yeah, that whole mythical aspect with the with the holog- floating holograms and all that stuff. I just, it, it's. I think it's great. I love this casting. I love what I'm hearing about this movie. The only negative thing about this movie that I have to say is David F. Sandberg and the people from Shazam seem to not really have anything there's like no connective t- not connective tissue but no communication like i remember Sandberg saying on twitter he doesn't really know what's going on in black adam and i'm like that's kind of a bummer that's why i think warner brothers drops the ball a little bit i feel like those two movies should kind of go hand in hand because i feel like i feel like the rock should appear in like post credits somewhere of shazam he should there should be some mention we got that brief uh mention in the first movie about the about the fallen uh right Yep. you know, with the hologram with Billy uh, was it Billy or Savannah early on, but I can't remember at the moment, but uh, I, I just, it, that's a little bothersome to me, but like, I trust the rock. I mean, the guy turned rampage into a hit. I, that's phenomenal enough for me.
0: No, I agree with you. I, I can't wait till we do hear some connective tissue. Maybe, maybe Sandberg's playing coy and he does know what's going on, but he I mean, doesn't that's lo- true. I People lie in
1: Hollywood it. all the time. So
0: right. Of most recently, Tom Holland, <laughs> but, uh, Movie. He's gotten a lot
1: better at it. <laughs>
0: yeah. But seriously, this. Uh, oh, this. This is so cool. And yeah, this movie. I feel like this movie's been in production forever, though. Don't you? uh I'm. I mean, yeah. I mean, not as. I, much, I mean, the Flash has been. Yeah, phenomenal. Flash more. Yes, Flash definitely more. But I feel like we've been hearing about this movie for a long time. At least Dwayne Johnson's linked to it for a long time. I mean, I mean a, a Fandom, f- we
1: didn't get much other than like. the the rock in a really tight shirt so it's, yeah
0: <laughs> and i'm like dude i
1: get it dude you've got muscles i know i'm jealous
0: yeah but no this is awesome The just keep building out this film and let us you know i i want to know who he's playing but then i'm like you know what it's cool when you keep some things a secret and build the anticipation for it and that seems yeah. and as we know the rock is the greatest entertainer <laughs> i mean so- i'm
1: so pumped to watch the rock fight this hodge and just those two, those guys are like the poster child for what every man should look like, and they're finally gonna duke it out. Like I was like, I cannot wait to see this. I'm so pumped. I really am. This movie sounds like a blast. Yeah, and we it don't does. know anything about it. I know I that's the cat, thing. and I'm just, I'm excited. I'm gushing over it. So I'm just so, um, I, I, dude, my my level of excitement for this film is like Zednik level. Like it is that high.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I, is, I'm I, getting too. all kinds
1: of zeddy feelings right now.
0: Me too. I always like when they do when when you take a shot at something that's not as in everyone's face. Like mm-hmm. you know, Shazam, Shazam was kind of like that, right? Like we know the character, but he's not someone that everyone knows. At least not if you're above a certain age. Um, so the fact that that movie came out and it was a critical success, it you know.
1: feels honestly. This is a weird comparison, but it feels very King Kong Godzilla to me. Shazam's going to have two movies. Black Adam's going to have his movie. Then they're going to fight like it. it, This is how that DC and Warner brothers should be doing it. This is how they should have done it after man of steel. And and again, like again, the fact that they're doing it with Kong and Godzilla, and then you're doing it again with Shazam and black Adam, it just shows that they are on the right track and that they finally have found their footing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's something we can definitely say. They finally found their footing. Uh, They're in going in the right direction. So this is just more news of that. And just as more, you said. More
1: good news, more positivity. Bring it on. Let's go. I'm so pumped.
0: Yes. We have more casting news, but this time in the Marvelverse. Uh, we have another. Someone else was cast in Spider-Man 3. Shock of all shocks, I know, because we don't have enough people in this movie.
1: <laughs> well, you um, need actors in a movie, guys.
0: You definitely do. But um, Arian Moyet. Moyet? Moyet? I'm sorry if I'm butchering your name, buddy, if you hear this very long shot. But if you do, I'm sorry, I'm butchering your name. He was cast in Spider-Man 3. Uh, They don't really know who, again, him, who he is playing. Um, They say maybe a detective and he's already filled some scenes. So I don't know how big a role that he's going to have in this film, but he has been in the HBO show Succession, which Nico Caruso will tell you is the best show ever made. So. vigilantes are getting a lot of love today. They're they sure are guys. He's the person. Every time I see succession, he talks about it so much. Well, that's because just... I don't think Nico does
1: anything, but watch things. <laughs> I they, them, too, they Watch everything that comes out. They're like living wiki
0: pages. Those two boys. Seriously. But it's awesome. I love it because if I have a question about something, I know I could ask them. I could go mm-hmm. to them and say, guys, how is this? What do you think? So Pete, another person added to Spider-Man three. Yeah. Uh, the secrecy
1: behind this movie is astounding. It's, 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 it's like, oh man, it's like the whole Dr. Fate situation. Like, just tell me already. But like detective, I'm like, could this guy possibly be Captain Stacy? Is that where they're going here? Is he, you know, I wonder what he could be. What other detective, what other police officer plays a prominent role in Spider-Man? That's the first one that comes to my mind. So yeah. Is he too young to have a daughter? I don't know. I don't know how old this guy actually is, but I don't care because Tobey Maguire was like 32 playing a high school student. In the original Spider-Man, age doesn't matter. Chris O'Donnell was 28 playing a teenager. Does, again, age doesn't matter in movies. I don't give a shnikes. But (laughs) uh, yeah, I mean, he he sounds like a great actor. Uh, He was in, uh, what's it called? uh black was he in the blacklist is that what it was what what'd you he say he was on, that? yes succession? he was on
0: succession on hbo he mm-hmm. has been on the blacklist he's been on madam secretary okay he's been on a lot of tv shows that we know
1: great so um, if this is his big movie break wish him the best of luck uh and we'll see what happens but uh, i'm just excited uh it's interesting that you know you, you hear this type of casting news but you know it's like well what about the other spider-men that are being that are being rumored Like, what's going on over there so
0: yeah, that, something's
1: better than nothing, right?
0: Yes. According to Tom Holland, he that's not happening. There's nothing going on, and we should just ignore any It's uh, funny
1: because usually Tom Holland's the one who spills the beans. He's not exactly the most tight-lipped, so he's been taking his uh silencing training very well.
0: <laughs> yeah, so a lot of interesting stuff going on, guys. A lot of positive stuff. Um we don't have much uh there's really not anything Bad outside of the the Wonder Girl story, we really haven't don't have much bad going on right now. So it's all positive stuff in the DC land and in and Marvel. Um, so a lot of good things coming out, and a lot of good things for you guys to look forward to. A lot of content. So Pete, you um, you did something on Batman on film today. So why don't you talk about that a little bit?
1: Oh uh, yeah, today uh, on uh, February 18th, me and the the mayor of Minnesota, Mister Garrett Grev we uh, had a great discussion with Sean O'Connell and on his uh, release, the Snyder Cut book. And you will be able to listen to that on the Batman on film podcast relatively soon. Uh, we just got to get it through post-production and uh, it'll be posted up really fun, but that was a fun interview. Sean's a great guy, uh, answered all the questions, all the tough questions, didn't dodge anything, didn't swerve, just was really great, really friendly. Um, just a wonderful guy. And, uh, you know, wish him the best luck in the book. It was an interesting book. Um, for those of you it, it definitely leaned uh more towards the movement itself, not really about the production history of the film but uh you know how Sean viewed that the film uh was able to get to a release date and uh it it's you know it is something that uh we've been the snyder cut has been something that's almost kind of taken on a life of itself it's almost like a mythological being, and now we're finally going to see. What was uh, what what was the big deal back in twenty seventeen for good or bad? So I'm excited, and once again, Sean was just a pleasant interview and just a fabulous guy, and I would love to talk to him again. So good luck on the book, sir.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm looking forward to it. I'm gonna I'll check it out when you guys post it up. Let me know. I'm interested to, see, to hear um, his take of things. I haven't read the book, but maybe I will after I listen to the interview. So, but definitely, I'm sure you guys did a great job. Uh, I know you both very well, and I'm sure you were. You asked some very good questions, so
1: it was fun. It was a good time, and uh, like I said, like he, uh, he was very straightforward, and you know, he uh, just more than complimentary, and more just more than just cooperative. So it was great.
0: Sticking with the Snyder Cut, uh, we there was an interview that was done today with actor um, Henry Lennox, who's playing Martian Manhunter in uh, the Snyder Cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. And we yeah, don't need um, to get into the meat of it. It was on um, Variety. Yeah, it was in Variety. We don't need to get into the meat of it and hash it out between us. We've talked about the, the specific situation. But the, he does reference the Ray Fisher situation. Um, and it's a very interesting take on, on that whole situation. So I if you guys- are out and you haven't read it yet, definitely re- take a read of the interview and definitely let us know what you think, like hit us back on Twitter and on Facebook or wherever you can find us and let us know what you think, because it's a great interview.
1: It's, uh, it's, it's on Strata uh, straight Gotham Twitter and, and the Facebook pages. So it, it's up there for you guys to check
0: out. Yeah, and it definitely was of a different perspective than we've gotten recently, and it's one that I think needs to be put out there. So I just wanted to mention it. Uh, I know Pete and I have said in the past we we don't really want to talk about that situation anymore, but I thought this one, this one article, kind of and his take on it was very something that we should address and tell people about. So just very quickly, I wanted to go into that. So back to our old, um, what's it called? This is a, a, the show the show we used to do. We've been going over an hour recently, but now we're at our we're at our sweet spot. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, is it? We got ten minutes. We got ten minutes to waste. Uh, what do you want to talk about? You, uh, what, talk about the Winter Soldier thing. Let's bring that up.
0: Oh, okay. So Marvel on um, Disney Plus, Marvel has been doing these legend sets. So before Wanda Vision came out, they did a little short four minute clip on the history of Wanda Maximoff and a Vision. So they're releasing uh they set up new episodes about Falcon the Falcon and the Winter Soldier characters for when uh, for obviously for Falcon and Winter Soldier when it comes out. So definitely go check that out. Um their episodes are going to feature Falcon Winter Soldier, um Baron Zemo and Sharon Carter who as we saw from the 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 trailer has a very big role in this show. So um, I don't know, Pete, if you've watched any of them on, but if you haven't check them out, cause they're very I, cool. I haven't, but I want to check them out. I mean, I love Zemo is one of my favorite villains right.
1: and I am so happy that he's finally getting the mask and I'm, I'm happy he's coming back. Um, I can only hope that the Red Skull makes a return as well in this show. It'd be great if they kind of went up. I know they're not Nazis and Hydra's Hydra's its own thing. And, uh, but I would, I love that angle of just villainry. So I would just, I'm really pumped to see Zemo. So I will suck up any Zemo content I can find.
0: Yeah. So they're very cool. They're they're very they're short, but they're very cool, and they definitely um, are good things to lead you in to the actual show. A uh, couple more Marvel points just to go through very quickly: Marvel um, Studios has retained the rights to Punisher and Jessica Jones from Netflix. Uh, so, if you guys watched those two shows on Netflix, I watched both. Uh, I didn't watch season two of Jessica finish season two of Jessica Jones, even though I liked it. Um, but I did what I've all caught up on the Punisher. So... Yeah, I gotta watch Punisher Season 2.
1: I loved Season 1. I thought it was great. Punisher on Daredevil was fantastic. I thought Jessica Jones Season 1 was absolutely brilliant. Uh, season 2, I didn't like so much, but it wasn't bad. Just not my thing. Uh, and I'm, hey, look, if uh, if we can... It just thinks as Burnthal as Punisher was so amazing, I'd hate to not have him back. I know. But it'd, be, it'd be weird to not have... But he's so intertwined within that realm of net marvel marvel flicks i don't know Marlix, like whatever you want to call it (laughs) that marvel netflix universe yeah (laughs) um but then again like i wouldn't mind you know having another actor take take a stab at it but it was great uh i mean i love i would it just punisher doesn't seem like the kind of character marvel can do because he's so utterly violent you know but uh you know i i do think they would make a better movie than punisher warzone so (laughs)
0: <laughs> well i mean they they're sticking with deadpool being rated r right they said that they're not going to change i want to
1: so. i want to see it i want to see it
0: you're right it's seeing is believing but, yeah, uh, and see it is, it. especially because it's a disney company so
1: well that you're talking you know. about the same company that decided to add digital hair to what's her name's butt in splash you know before <laughs> she ju- so like you know like we've all seen a butt before that's stupid why did you do that so I, I, I want you to prove to me that you're going to keep your word and I want Deadpool to be, you know, raunchy as all hell, but I agree. Again, I want, I want you guys to see it. Cause you, you know, sometimes they, they do do some dumb things <laughs> over there. I, they've been very successful, but you know, sometimes they do some kiddie elements.
0: Yeah, no, you're right. And I, I do wonder what's going to happen with the characters. They have the rights to them again, but where are we going to see them? Um, you know, uh, I know they got Daredevil back the end of last year, and there have been reports that Charlie Cox has been spotted on the the set, of course, of the movie that has everyone in it, Spider Man Three. So, <laughs> so uh, we'll see what happens with that. But I do like that they're getting their characters back because all that means is there's more possibilities, right? So, let's see what happens going forward with with uh, punisher and jessica jones yeah i mean and if they keep Kristen ritter and john barnthorne like you said
1: when it comes to just the acquisition of 20th century i'm more concerned about stuff like uh deadpool than i am stuff like alien i feel like i feel like disney has no chance or predator for that matter to go hardcore when it comes to those two franchises or stuff like that in that realm but for something like deadpool i feel like they're going to try to use some of their excuses and tactics to kind of get out of it and try to make it a little uh, family friendly
0: yeah i hope not um but like you said it is disney and we don't know and they rule the world so <laughs> they they don't have to if they don't want to do something they won't yeah so that's pretty much so but the third that they're, they're obviously jessica jones um the punisher luke cage no not the punisher jessica jones luke cage um daredevil and iron Iron fist Fist, yes we're part of the defenders and we also got news about finn jones who plays um danny rand talked about the plot of the upcoming season three of iron fist uh that was something that came out
1: i didn't even know that was coming okay that's interesting
0: yeah i don't know if you watched the show the first season was really rough to watch the second season was like 20 times better it was i didn't think
1: the first season was so bad i was so kind to that show it it was it wasn't (laughs) bad it was just kind of dull it just dragged a little bit but i didn't think it was bad like i thought batwoman season one was bad i thought i thought iron fist was just a just a little like slow
0: yeah i thought i thought the dialogue was weak in season one um very simple but uh, And I didn't think uh, Finn Jones did that great a job in season one. Season two, he was so much better. Season but, two
1: was better. Yes, I yeah. agree.
0: So as the season two left, Colleen Wing, who is his girlfriend, was taking over as the new Iron Fist. And then Danny and his brother Ward were going out to understand, to learn more mm-hmm. about the power of what the Iron Fist um, is. And that's how the season left. So they asked Finn Jones about it. And this is what he said. Um Courtesy of Collider. It was really going to be about Danny finally assuming the role of the Iron Fist, fully accomplished, fully charged up, and fully in control of his shit as well. It was going to be this amazing story with Danny and Ward off in foreign lands as a buddy story, um, buddy storyline almost. And then you had Colleen in New York, isolated with the new power, struggling to come to terms with her identity and with this power. At some point, would have met up again and probably formed this crazy power couple. So... That's what it was going to be. We're not getting a season of season three yet, but that's what the, the plot was supposed to be. So, Oh, so it's not coming out? He just yeah, told so us. It's, yeah. Okay. So well, it's not it's coming out. All it's right. It's not coming out. No. So we will see um, if anything go, goes, but from what well, you heard of what I just said, something you think would have been cool to see.
1: I would have given it a shot. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure I would have given it at least like a, a four episode watch before I decided to kick it to the curb. But yeah, I mean, you know, I, I usually like the, I, I usually enjoyed the Netflix stuff. So Daredevil yeah, season I hope, two is just one of my favorites of all time.
0: I hope they stick with it. um, And I hope they do do something with these characters. Cause I mean, they built a pretty strong universe on Netflix uh, with these characters and now people like them and there's no reason why they can't go mm-hmm. forward with it. Right. So Um, I hope, but that actually sounded pretty cool. It sounded like a really good um, place they were taking Danny and all the characters in the show. Uh, So it would have been cool to see, but as of now, we don't have it. So guys, anyone out there, if you're listening, if you like the Defenders and you like all the shows on Netflix, again, let us know, hit us up and let us know what you think about this possible plot for what Iron Fist season three would have been. I apologize for saying that was happening. I read it wrong.
1: You are misleading, sir. I
0: am. I'm sorry. I'm a terrible, terrible man.
1: You're going to host timeout. <laughs>
0: is there such a place?
1: Uh, well, it doesn't really matter cause we got about a minute left before we go over the hour <laughs> mark. so shows there, over, bro.
0: If there is such a place, there's a few people other people I'd like to throw in there, but, but we won't talk about that now. So complaints go to final e thirty three on Twitter. Yep. For this show, for the Batman book club, I get all the complaints. It's fine. All right, man. So we've come to the end. So
1: anything else you want to plug? No, you can follow me on social media. That's Instagram, Twitter, and Zack Snyder's favorite, Vero, at Pete Illustrated. Please follow our show accounts on Twitter and Instagram, straight underscore O underscore G. Uh, That's where you can interact with us in the realm of the internets. Uh, Please follow our Facebook pages and our Facebook group, Straight Out of Gotham. Please enter our monthly contest for rating and review the show on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Uh, We are in the middle of the month, so the contest will be coming to an end within a week or two. So just please come in and enter, and you got to be in it to win it.
0: Yes, sir everything Pete just said guys you know you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at finally 33 that's um spelled finale 33 sorry uh as Pete said check us out on Facebook I actually put a poll up a food poll up on the, in the straight out of Gotham group. Uh, about hot sauce. Totally so, off brand, but you know who knows what's <laughs> going on in Eric's head. Yep, it is totally off brand. But I was sitting there and I was eating hot sauce and I said, you know what? I want to ask people what, what hot didn't sauce didn't even was. mention sriracha, so yep, so no sriracha's there. Alright, it better be. Sriracha, Frank's Cholula, and um what was the fourth? One? Tabasco. Those are the four I put. And then I put in other. So if you guys have something else you want to try, but definitely I like to do these little fun things every once in a while that are off character for us just to and get people to engage. So check that out. Um, pick your favorite or let me know if there's one there that, uh, that you like that's not listed. So anything else? I think that's it.
1: No, that's it. Uh, read my reviews of Detective Comics and Dark Detective on Batman on Film and check out my toy reviews on Batman on Film YouTube.
0: Yeah, and definitely, like we said before, definitely look out for the interview with Sean O'Connell that, that they did. Yeah, that'll be posted um, soon. That should be posted soon. So, in closing, for Peter Vera, I'm Eric Holzman. This is Straight of Gotham, and we'll see you next time. Booyah.